Have you ever had one of those moments where you were doing something the wrong way and the answer or solution to the problem was so simple, you just didn't know it? And then when someone told you it, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm so dumb. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast. It is a wonderful, wonderful day. And I am excited to chat with you about some hacks because that's what a hack is, right? Hacks like there's a simple way to do something. We just didn't know about it. Once we figure it out, you're like, oh my goodness, that was it. That's all I had to do. I remember for me, (laughs) you're going to think I'm the dumbest person alive with this because anyway, uh, growing up, so this, this is just a part, this, I, I, I'm hesitant to share this because it's like a vulnerable part of me and it's really embarrassing to share this publicly. Because there's some like there's a few things in my brain that just don't work for years and years. So, like this is a separate example, but for for example, sale and sales, like the different like S E L L and S A L E, like I like my brain does not know the difference, and I will always write I'll write the wrong one in the wrong time, or it and its, or its and its with the apostrophe without. Like that took me years to figure out, and so this other thing took me years to figure out. So I think I was 12 years old until I figured this out. My son just figured it out like. He's three years old and he's already figured it out. And I'm like, wow, he's a smart kid. But anytime I do any kind of mechanical work or help my dad with, with tightening screws, I would always have to, it was always trial and error for me to figure out if I had to turn, which way I had to turn the bolt, clockwise or counterclockwise. <laughs> and you're like, wow, this is, you are dumb, Cody. Like, <laughs> if you can't figure that out, you got some serious issues. And I remember we were at a scouting thing and uh, the scout leader, Brother Haroldson, was was teaching us about you know we were doing some mechanical thing he said it's, remember the easy way to remember this is righty tighty lefty loosey and then it like everything clicked and I was oh like the my the light bulbs went off the fireworks started shooting and I was like woo life is easy again and I just remember that is like I, like why did I never know that before like that makes so much sense like if you turn it to the right it tightens the bolt. If you turn to the left, it makes it loose. And that like little phrase made that problem go away. And it made so much sense to me. <laughs> and ever since then, I've never had to really think about, do I turn this to the left or turn this to the right? Oh, most threading is built the same way. So if I just keep the righty-tighty, lefty-loosey mantra or, or saying, whatever you want to call it, that like in my head, then I can not have to work so hard to get these bolts undone or, or done up unless you're working with like wheels and stuff and counter screws. So, but anyway, guess what? As, as dumb as that example is, and as, as much as you're probably laughing at me right now is guess what? There's things in your life that are exact same. There's things in your life that you're doing that cut people to shake their head out and they're like, why, why is he working so hard? Why is he do? Why is he trying to turn that bolt right when it should be, be turned right? When it should be turned left. You know, there's th- just so you know that we all have it. So, don't, before you start pointing fingers, realize we have our issues. And one of those things I've learned, especially in this modern age, is a morning routine. Uh, man, morning routines are 
it's, it's so funny. Like people screw up their morning routine so much. And if they just got it right, their life would take off. And the real, the moment I realized this, cause I, I was just like everybody else, you know, I got up in the morning and just started going about my day. There wasn't like a, I wasn't organized. My, my day wasn't strategic. My, my morning wasn't tactical. It wasn't strategic. And I remember the first time it took me like a lot of times to learn this lesson. Okay. And it, most people it does. Okay. Then this is people's most morning. They get up, they go to the bathroom and they usually, if they have to get their kids to bed, they have to get their kids to bed. There's always either two. If you have like an early work, you get up, get ready and go to work right? If you have a late work, you get up, you chill a bit, get on your phone, shower, get ready and go. Okay. And that's like the pattern of most people. And guess what? If it's the pattern of most people, you're going to make like most people make or be like most people be. So if you want to be above average, un, like extraordinary, you got to, you can't, you can't do what everybody else does, right? You got to do what, what, what the 1% do, the, the top. And I'm just talking financial, I'm talking spiritual, you know, physical, mental, emotional. And the, the, so the first time I heard this, it was like a, it was a Tony, I've heard it like, you'll know, this is the first time I recognize, I'm sure you've heard it before. The first time it started to stick was someone was doing a, this like Forbes, I think, did an interview with Tony Robbins about his day to day. And they're out in Fiji and he was showing him around and he went over his morning routine. It was like a two hour morning routine. And I was like, how does this guy who's one of the busiest men in the world have two hours every morning to do a morning routine. Like, that's crazy, you know? And it was like really elaborate routine. And I was like, that's dumb. I'm not going to do that, you know? And then I actually went to a Tony Robbins event and he went over the same thing. He went over the same, hey, well, yeah, he went over the same thing. Like, you need to do this morning routine, this priming every morning. And I like, and then also right before that, I had read a book called Essentialism and Essentialism went over the same thing, like, this is the morning routine you need to have. And I don't think they communicated to each other. And so Greg McCune, I think it's Greg McCune that wrote the book. Don't quote me on that. But Essentialism, he went over this morning routine. And then I read two Forbes articles. Obviously, you can tell I follow Forbes. And what they did is they, they went over successful people's morning routines. And guess what? Whether these people knew each other or not, all the morning routines were the same. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, I've been an idiot. If I just get my morning routine right, I'm closer to my path that I want to go on. And so right now, if you haven't got a desire to get a strong morning routine, like you need to get one because it's it, you are doing righty, loosey, lefty, tidy, just so you know. If, if, you're, if you have a bad morning routine, if you don't have an organized or a tactical morning routine, then you're just, you're doing things that are so counterproductive and so like, backward, it's, it's hurting your success. I know that sounds a little blunt, but like if you can't deal with a little bluntness, then you're also hurting your success. So <laughs> anyway, here's what your morning routine needs to be. And I just talked to this, a bunch of reps and they were just like mind blown. They're like, I had no idea it was affecting me like that. And now that I look at my life, yeah, it was affecting me like that. That's wow. I got to get better. So here's what you have to do. You have to try to get, you have, not try, you have to get up at the same time every morning. Now I get it sometimes Sundays or weekends is okay. And I, there's another book, Extreme Ownership. Navy SEALs do this as well. So just heads up, like everybody that's successful, the, the odds are they have a very strong morning routine. So if you want to be successful, just have a strong morning routine, all right? So you need to get up at the same time every day. Like you need to be consistent at your time schedule. Inconsistency like breeds inconsistent results, right? So you need to be getting up at the same time every day. Now that might, now it shouldn't be super late, but it needs to be like mine's six o'clock. Every morning, you know, my alarm goes off. Now, I usually don't get out of 
out of bed till 6.15, but that's why I started at 6 o'clock because I know it's going to take me about 15 minutes to get out of bed, and that's something I need to work on. But you're going to get up maybe at 7 o'clock, maybe at 7.15, whatever it is, you need to get up the same time every day because that consistency is going to take care of these other parts of your life, okay? And then the first thing, the first, I would say for the first 30 minutes minimum, for the first thir- hour, easy, like you should not touch your flipping phone, only the, like just to turn your alarm off. Other than that, that's the only reason you touch your phone. You leave your phone away. You do not touch your phone because what's going to happen is, is you're going to get sucked into social media or YouTube or text messages or whatever. And those are addicting behaviors. And if you start your morning out with addicting behaviors, guess what you let the rest of your days can be filled with addicting behaviors. They don't get you anywhere. So stop it. Stop getting on your phone in the morning because it's screwing you over. Okay. Stay away from it. I, I, I can't be, I don't know how to be more forceful about this message and how detrimental getting sucked into this crap or, your, or the TV. If it's a TV, you turn the TV out. Like do not, do not digest any like form of media that's like popular because it's just sensational and they're trying to make money off you and, and waste your time. Okay. And this, when I was doing this training, one of the CEO was like, yeah, guys, you need it. And he was like, he's guys wearing your team down. He said, you know, garbage in, garbage out. If you put garbage in in the morning, your rest of your day is going to be garbage. You got to get this, your act together. And so what, like the first thing you have to do is fill your mind with goodness. Like you got to fill your well at the beginning of the day. You got to sharpen your axe at the beginning of the day. Okay. So the, what I do is I figure out what is the biggest problem in my life or my business. What's, what is preventing me from being successful? That is the first thing I'm going to read. Well, for me, well, yeah, so I, I, I read my scriptures as well. I read my religious texts. That's what I do. And then I also do self-development. And I take 30 minutes and I just, I put away the phone, put away everything. And I just find a book, a physical book that I have to open up and read with my eyes about a problem I'm, I need to solve in my life. That someone that's excellent at it. They're good enough to write a, a best-selling book. And what that does is it primes me for the rest of the day. So Traditionally, let's say it's I, I'm going to pick. Uh, well, uh, let's let's pick on social media. Let's take on marketing, right? Let's say I'm poor at marketing and I want to get better at marketing. Not that I want to be an expert. I want to at least have, be able to have a conversation about it, so I can choose people that are good at marketing. You know, this total foreign world to me. So what did I do? I bought a marketing book, right, from a very very influential marketer that's actively influential, and I read it. And guess what magic happened? This thing that I used to really suck at, I didn't get better at it overnight, but I, get, I began to see things that I never had seen before because I, I viewed it for, through the lens of an expert. And that primed my day. So the rest of the day, I'm looking at marketing in a new, new light and that gets me better at it without me having to do much work at all. And all of a sudden, I'm way, way, way better at marketing just because I'm having it's it's a it's something in my life right it's something that i'm viewing but i'm viewing it through the eyes of an expert not through the eyes of novice right and that's that's the key here is you have to use like someone else 20 30 40 years to learn a skill and now they're distilling the core elements of that in a book right so i could do the same pain and go through that 20 30 years to learn that skill or i could just take 30 minutes every day for a couple weeks and read a book and then guess what i have I am like 10, 20 years ahead of where I would have been. That's a 10, 20 year hack. If this doesn't get you excited, I don't know what does. This is literally shortcuts to success in life. And the instant I figure this out, my income started going up because I would like 
Because for me, I'd, I'd, I'd be like, I have a business problem I can't get past. Let's read someone that's an expert solving that problem. I'd read their book. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, that's, the, that's it? Like I could have had, like for example, if you tried to reinvent the Pythagorean theorem, it would take you years. You may never even do it because it was something that took centuries for people to figure out. But this guy named Pythagoras spent a lot of time, figured out the Pythagorean theorem, and like helped get like advanced mathematics in modern society. You could ignore that reality or you could just be like, oh, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. And then you could apply that to different like functions in life. And all of a sudden, you can focus on the next horizon, right? And that's the same thing with our lives. But for some reason, once we get out of school, we stop doing that. And we're not focusing on the next horizon. And we're literally spinning your wheels. I don't know if you know this, but if, you don't, if you're not doing this, you're literally spinning your wheels and making life hard for yourself. There's all these people that made life easy. Why don't just do what they do or find out what they do and make it easy on yourself? And if you do that at the beginning of your day, you're going to work smarter and harder and your life's going to be so much easier. All right? So this, this is a huge hack, a six-figure hack. I know it can be hard. It has, to, it has to become a habit. And to start with little things, the first thing I would suggest is getting away from the, It's easiest thing. Just put down your phone, read a book. And if it's just 10 minutes, that's better than nothing. But I've gotten mine down for it's – it's a full hour now. And guess what? I'm making more money than ever. And that's why, like, now I look at Tony Robbins and I think, wow, he does a two-hour routine. That two-hour routine is what makes him successful. He wouldn't give up that two-hour routine for the world because that's what helps him gain access to the worlds he wants. Okay? So work on that. Again, if, this, if there's something in here that spoke to you, if, you, if you're a morning routine person and you're like, yeah, that's helped me a ton. This message really speaks to me. I want other people to hear it. Send us some podcasts like, hey, hey, I found this podcast on a morning routine. It's got some great ideas that I do already. Here, how about you try them? Let me know what you think. And you're going to help somebody else's life for free. And if you feel like that should bring you some gratification and some, some pride. Okay? So please, please share it. Subscribe. And we'll talk to you guys later.